And welcome to the very first Across the County. I'm Noah. Thanks for joining me. And with you for the next half hour, we're going to be talking about a topic that has now affected me personally. I think it's a topic that is often not talked about enough, especially in today's technological age. Noah, what are you talking about? Well, I'm talking about cyberbullying, cyber harassment, harassment in general, but especially in today's day and age when everything is at our fingertips. A lot of us take for granted, I know I did working in the media that, hey, you know, I got a reputation and I'm, you know, getting this information out there. And you hear about the other side of the coin where you have people that are trying to drag you down, maybe make accusations. Obviously a horrible thing. But unless it happens to you, it's really hard to get a grasp on what it does to you mentally. I've had friends that it's happened to. And when it thoroughly depressed them, I thought maybe they were being a little extreme. Well, recently this has happened to me. And I have to tell you, my initial reaction was was not one that's normally like me. I wanted to withdraw altogether to just, you know, be done with it. And then I thought, hey, I have a radio show, you know, besides having my own individual podcast, and I'm not going to fold up the radio show. So one, I need to talk about this. And two, no, I'm not going to back down on the podcast front either, because I have to stand up for what I believe in and continue the good fight. And I also thought to myself at that point, who could I talk to to really bring to the forefront just the severity of this issue that's starting to really affect a lot of people now, including myself. And instantly I thought about my good friend, Cecile Ahrens, who has the Get Mental radio show on The Answer San Diego, bright and early at 6 a.m. I can tell you, uh, I'm I'm glad I can listen to the podcast because I am never up at 6 a.m. on Saturday mornings. But she does so much good with her business, Transcend Therapy, and they talk about so many key issues. So first of all, let's welcome Cecile to the show. Cecile, thanks for stopping by because we have some stuff to talk about. Thank you so much. It's a topic that I think I agree with you that it doesn't get a whole lot of attention. Why do you think that is? You would think that it would be talked about a lot, given how much technology we all use on a daily basis. I think because when people think of uh, bullying, they think of it as happening to kids and teens and happening in a school setting or between the younger generation. Mm. You know, I don't think people really realize how much it happens with adults. You know, you would think that maybe, okay, I'm an adult, so it's happened to me, so I obviously need to take care of it, not worry about how it affects me mentally, and either withdraw altogether and I'm good to go, or I have a friend that maybe wanted to start getting a bit combative, which is also the wrong thing to do. There's an approach to this, and neither one of those is the answer. Right. And also, as an adult, I think sometimes you overestimate your coping skills, right? Sure. You think, oh, I'm older, I'm more mature, I'm I'm much stronger, I'm healthy, I have resources. Yeah, I can handle this. And I think, you know, just from your own personal experience, you came to terms with the fact that no, it is not that simple because there's a psychological process that's happening to you when you're being bullied. I always said if it happened to me, because I thought, okay, there's a small chance. I am out there in the digital space that if it happened to me on the interwebs, as I like to call it, that I would be able to handle it. I'm obviously a media professional. I know what I'm doing. And Mm -hmm. when it did, suddenly I felt exactly like the few friends that I have that it's happened to because my instant reaction psychologically was, I'm done. I want nothing to do with this. That solves the problem. And I completely withdrew and it was not a feeling that I liked having and you know like the impact can be long-lasting if you don't get the proper help or the proper perspective Mm. 
So there's, you know, it's very common to feel really overwhelmed, irritable, powerless, even depressed, anxious, hypervigilant about your environment, especially your digital environment, you know, maybe overanalyzing things. It could affect your sleep, your appetite. It could start to affect your body. You can start to have other symptoms, you know, like IBS is a common symptom when you're stressed, loss of appetite, increase of appetite, substance abuse. It's serious. And some people get, you know, as you know, with kids, or at least we've heard, they can get suicidal. It's the same thing with adults. Hmm. It can happen to them, too. Well, especially when you're out there, and especially if the attack, I'm imagining, is aggressive, because you have a lot of people that I find, just from now having this happen to myself, I do research, and you find out that a lot of people, and I've heard this cliche phrase before, but it makes sense, hide behind their keyboards. They don't have to confront somebody face-to-face, so they can go all out and be as aggressive as they want, and they really don't feel like there's any repercussions. And then on the other side, which you can comment on after your initial response, there actually is something that there's consequences to, because it's a crime. Yes. It's not only psychologically and emotionally abusive, really. It's a crime. There are things you can do if you want to take it to that level to protect yourself legally. There's cyberbullying entities within law enforcement in your local community where you can report this, they can investigate it, they can trace it, you could get a restraining order, you could press charges. And I know in your case, it, it hasn't quite gotten to that level. So if you're not wanting to take it to that level or you don't think it's warranted, you know, there are other things you can do. You could ignore it. That's the first line of defense. Sometimes that does it, sometimes it doesn't. Mm. You can block them, have have cyber boundaries, you know, unfollow them, block them, change your account, unfortunately, report them to certain authorities, YouTube, Facebook, they have their own departments that handle these things. Mm -hmm. Essentially, this is about power and control. If the person isn't leaving you alone, you want to take that seriously. Very Especially ser- if you don't know who this person is and what mm. they're capable of. Yeah, you don't know. I mean, and they can say whoever they, you know, want to be online, and maybe it's authentic and maybe it's not. But again, you don't know the age, you don't know their reach, you don't know the amount of harm that they can bring into your world. And that's something you don't really want to take for chance. I mean, you want to button this thing up. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. the you know the person that I encountered, and I'm not going to spend almost any time on this because that's not what, what the show is about, but I went through the ignore and block phase and that wasn't quite enough and that's when I started to panic and then I just took some other I you know I, I picked myself up I took some other measures and put them in the place I'm not going to say what they are and I was able to I was able to get through it luckily I did not have to bring in a lawyer or go to the you know authority from a cyber perspective and that that's a good thing that took some stress off me but people okay. out there aren't always as lucky Right. And if they have a a pre-existing condition, so to speak, like if they're already stressed out and compromised mentally, emotionally, or already are dealing with anxiety, trauma, these things can be really triggering for for those folks. You know, and it can send them into a spiral. I can um, tell you, I work into a high-stress yeah. environment here in the media, and uh, I mean, it's always something brand new and exciting. It, you know, and it's not necessarily horrific stress, but it's just like you're, it, it's go, go, go. And so, I right. think that's for me where it was very tasking, is because I didn't need something of that magnitude on my plate, and that's why right. it, it, there was the initial crush before I was able to pick myself back up again. Yes, and there's different types of bullying, you know. For you, I'm not really sure what that would be called other than cyberbullying, but there's racial bullying, there's political bullying, 
there's sexual bullying. Mm. It, it has many faces. And so even though you may, you know, for some people, know, even though they may have taken care of the logistics of it and the person isn't, you know, able to really uh, trace them anymore or get to them, mm-hmm. Just because that's happened, it doesn't mean the emotional and psychological impact also ends when when you have that in place. It could still have symptoms mm. because of the traumatic nature it can sometimes have. Well, I have to tell you, I mean, it's so important to have, and I think what you're getting at is to have that social network of people that can be encouraging for you, that can help get you through it, to be able to talk to somebody. In some cases, seeing a therapist is the right thing to do. I'm lucky enough to have yes. a great personal and professional network of people that say, hey, you're beyond this. You're going to get through it. Mm -hmm. I know people like you that I'm able to actually get free radiotherapy uh, just because (laughs) I I have the blessing of being able to talk to you about this. And it's been just a tremendous blessing on my life. Again, not everybody has that. And not everybody may have the education, you know, to take it seriously. That's why shows like yours I love to do because I'm all about education. It's the most preventive thing we can do for each other, for our community, is to let them know, like, hey, this is real. This is what it can do to you. And here's where you can get some help. Mm -hmm. In San Diego, if you're not sure where to start, you could always start with the San Diego Access and Crisis Line. They're a one-stop shop for any resource in the community. And their phone number, if I may share that Go with ahead. your audience, it's 888-724-7240, 888-724-7240. And, you know, you have phenomenal licensed therapists ready to take your call. You can also go to stopbullying.gov. It's a place that you and I have both stopped by. It's a uh, great mm-hmm. uh, you know, government agency that really helps people get the facts and what they need to do to get past this. And there's uh, information on bullying and cyberbullying and prevention and different resources. There's even a blog you can read, which I find tremendously useful. Right here, it's Across the County. I'm Noah. Cecile Aaron's joining me, my guest from Get Mental Radio. You can check out the Get Mental Radio show every Saturday morning on The Answer San Diego. The answer San Diego.com, 6 a.m. on Saturdays. It's Get Mental Radio, which is a tremendous resource for everybody here in San Diego. And she also has her own business, Transcend Therapy. Before we get back to the rest of the discussion, tell us a little bit about the success of your radio show and your business and the type of people you help. Oh, thank you so much. Um, so, Transcend Therapy is a private practice here in San Diego. We're based on Park Boulevard in University Heights, and we specialize in treating adults, providing individual couples, family, and group counseling, uh, relationship issues, self-esteem issues, all sorts of depression, anxiety disorders. So that's what we do. And Get Mental is a, it's an extension of Transcend Therapy because we wanted to touch more people and be able to reach more people and help more people. So Get Mental is all about destigmatizing mental health, raising mental health awareness, talking to people about resources in the community, and really just inspiring people to take charge of their life, you know, and to, to empower them, to remind them that you have power and choice regardless of what's happening outside of you. Love that word empowerment because that's really what it's all about, especially, and you know, we're not going to touch on it here, but I think there's a lot of men out there listening that really feel, you know, therapy isn't something that you have to go. You know, if you do it for, you know, with your family, that's great, but one-on-one therapy or counseling, it's not needed. It's a misconception. I'm very big on making sure that, you know, men are able to get through and put the pride down and just, you know, be able to talk to somebody one-on-one. I think that is huge, Seal. Right. And, 
you know, you don't have to wait until things get really, really bad. That's usually part of the problem when people get frustrated with therapy mm. is because they wait too long in the cycle of that problem. And then they come in and then they've been having this problem for months or years and they expect us to just have some kind of magic wand mm. to make it go away. Yeah. No. You know, like, Once it happens. for a crisis. When it happens, go go take care of it, you know, right away. Don't wait for things to kind of build because it's kind of like a pressure cooker. And eventually, you know, if that's left unchecked too long, it'll take longer to either get better or, you know, some other harmful effects can come down the line. Neither And neither are okay. Absolutely. And I know for you, you're very proactive and that's probably why, you know, you're, you're bouncing back a lot quicker than, say, uh, many people when it comes to cyberbullying, because, you know, without divulging too much, like I know how much kind of the, 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 the potential impact this could have had on your career. Oh, sure. And, and that is such a huge thing when you're talking about anybody in the media. You know, you, you obviously have um, a reputation, whether it's big or small. You want to keep that intact. And, you know, What's your livelihood. You know, your yeah, integrity sure. on the line. You know, and my listeners, oh. I care what what they think about me. I care. Like, I honestly do. It's not like I'm just saying that. Like, I like having a dialogue with them, uh, whether it's, you know, on the phone or over email or meeting them in person for the first time, or even just knowing out there that they're listening on the other end and they like what they're hearing. Now, that's important. Yeah. They mess with the wrong person because you're turning little lemons into lemonade, you know? That's right. So, Yeah. But, um, yeah, I'm just really, really glad that, you know, a public figure like yourself is talking about this. Yeah, it's very important. And the last thing we'll touch on here before we give out the information one more time, and we're going to touch on a small subject uh, outside of this conversation. But there's the other end of it, too, Cecile, which is there may be the person that's doing the perpetration of the cyberbullying or the bullying. But, you know, here we're focusing yeah. on online where maybe they're mentally or emotionally not OK. And not that it excuses what they're doing, but it's almost right. as if that condition is, is is feeding their want to do something. Like that. Yes, it usually is that way. You know, maybe there's no formal diagnosis, right, um, of the, for the person behaving that way, but it usually is indicative of a person who is feeling really troubled, really powerless themselves, and don't know how to get their needs met in any other way. They may have been abused themselves. This, this may have been kind of normalized behavior in their family. You know, there may be a lot of needs that weren't met in childhood, and this is how they, you know, developed uh, as an adult is this is how I get heard. This is how I get what I need. This is how I relate to people, you know. So there's a whole host of reasons why people would be, you know, inflicting this kind of harm on somebody. But, you know, like you said, there's no excuse. Um, for the behavior. Yeah, maybe you're hearing this. Okay. Yeah, and maybe you're hearing this and, you know, maybe you're, a light bulb, is, light bulb is clicking off in your head and you're like, well, I am doing this to somebody. Maybe you didn't think about it as harassment and you're like, okay, well, this is harassment. What do I do? Well, one, stop. Don't do it. It's not okay. And two, if you're realizing that the reason you're doing it is maybe you're dealing with something, this is where you need to talk to somebody one-on-one that can get you to, you know, to get through the pain that you're going through, Cecile, right? Right. Once you can recognize it, it's not too late. Mm. You know, that's the start of any change process is awareness. And there's a better way. There's a better way to get your needs met. There's a better way to connect with people. Do it before it's too late because the consequences could be serious. You could go to jail. 
So again, if you have experienced cyberbullying and you want it to stop, you know, take the you know the measures that are going to get it to stop. You know, first ignore, second block. If it goes past that, you do need to take other steps. Either change all of your accounts around or go completely off the grid. I have done both, and then take it to the authorities at that point and get a lawyer if you feel like nothing is getting resolved. If you are somebody that is doing the perpetration of the bullying, the cyberbullying, the cyber harassment take a step back why am i doing this there's obviously a reason why you're doing it and if if it's you know just for fun and games well one that's not okay and that's sick two there is an underlying reason and get help and call somebody like cecile from transcend therapy they can go to transcend therapy ca Com. They can listen to Get Mental Radio, which is Saturday mornings at 6 a.m. on The Answer San Diego. Cecile, the last thing we're going to touch on here, which I know, oh, and the website, check it out, stopbullying.gov. It is a uh, website you can go to that will give you the information on bullying, cyberbullying, and prevention. It is a government website, and I think it, uh, it there's a lot of good there. Uh, Cecile, b- before we do shift gears, can we give the number one more time that you gave a little bit earlier for uh, the crisis hotline? San Diego, yes. Sure, of course. 888-724-7240. 888-724-7240. And if you just Google it to San Diego Access Line, I'm sure it'll come up. It's also a suicide hotline. Oh, great. People didn't know that. So if you're in crisis, you just need to talk to somebody, um, or you're actually having thoughts of hurting yourself, um, they're open 24-7, 365 days a year. And the last thing we're going to talk about here on Across the County, because it does affect the county here in San Diego, and I'm Noah, thanks for joining me. I wanted to give a couple of minutes to the attention of the COVID-19 coronavirus that is going throughout the, the state of California, across the nation, across the world, really. But I was thinking today, as I was getting ready for this interview on cyberbullying with uh, Cecile Ahrens, that, you know what, there's going to be a lot of people out there, especially with ones that are either affected or their family is affected, where this is mentally going to be start to dra- drain on their, hey, you know, what am I going to do for money? It's going to affect my employment. I'm quarantined. Cecile, what type of measure should they take in order to make sure that they're they're you know mentally sound should they talk to somebody especially i imagine with being quarantined some people you're going to want to seek some online help yeah so i'm so so glad you brought this up because people are really caught in a panic cycle oh big time Um, you know it's happening all around us in the community and all over the country so the best thing to do first and foremost is to breathe just pause for a second and breathe Mm. okay ground yourself because fear It puts us in survival mode, right? It puts us in fight or flight. That's why you're seeing all this panic behavior, you know, all around you in the grocery store, toilet paper, water, all this stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So, and focus on the facts, okay? Not just get caught up in feelings. So, I'm not the expert on this, but so far, you know, what the experts are saying, according to my understanding, is that the people at the highest risk for death are the people who are immunosuppressed or elderly. Mm. So, you know, you got to put it in perspective, right? That if you do get symptoms, it's usually very mild and it doesn't end up in death in most cases. Okay. So do your best control what you can control. 
right? So what can what do we have control over, really, in any given crisis? You know, again, this is why I think, if you, depending on the information source you listen to, they're telling people to be cautious, to not go in large crowds. You can obviously control whether you're subjecting yourself to people that might right. have this by going out in large crowds. Stay at home or do right. smaller things. Smaller events. So you can control your personal hygiene. Right. Washing yes. your hands, mm-hmm. not having not putting your hands in your mouth. You can control, you know, improving your immunity by eating healthily, getting proper rest. These are basic health advice. OK. And then you can control your exposure. Those are the three things, your hygiene, your immunity and your exposure. Just as such as that, I think on a larger scale, that's what we're trying to do. Mm. But for people who are more, um, you know, if you're just experiencing so much fear and you're feeling really overwhelmed and freaking out about it, that might be a time to consider talking to a professional. Because, you know, depending on your history, you might have a history of anxiety disorders and panic attacks. So for a lot of people, uh, this can be very, very triggering, Noah. You know, like every other session I've had with people was just helping them, you know, check their check their perspective on things and giving them coping skills on how to calm their nervous system down. Because once you start this fear story, and if you don't pause and catch it, you start to believe your own story. That's how it works. Well, even if you have it, Cecile, too, again, and I'm not making light of anything. I'm, I actually err more on the side of caution than anything else when it comes to this situation. But again, if, right. if you catch it, if you catch it, there, there's a very strong possibility that you're going to be okay. Yes, they're still finding right. out things about the virus, but for the most part, uh, when you compare it to things like the flu, you should be able to get through this. And so mm-hmm. don't freak out if you just got the, the if you decide, or if the doctors decide, excuse me, that you have uh, COVID-19 coronavirus. At that point, take a breath. Like you just said, go to the medical officials, let them take care of you. And you know what? God will provide and hopefully you'll, you'll get through this. Yes, but I can't stress this enough. You know, it sounds so simple and elementary, but calming your body down, calming your nervous system down first is the key when you're afraid, when you're stressed, when you're panicked. You can't have access to that part of your brain that can think rationally when you are in, like, high fear mode. Well, also, when we're we're not stressed, our immune system works better. I mean, that's just a fact. So, if anything, you are doing, besides mental good, you're doing your your body service, but it's going to be able to fight off the virus, you know, quicker and more effectively by you just taking it down a notch. Taking down a notch, taking deep breaths, taking breaks from watching and reading about coronavirus. You don't know. People are getting way over-informed. You know, it's not helping them. You, You just need enough information, you know, and turn it off. Watch something else. Watch something positive, funny. You know, play with your pet. Play with your kids. It can, uh, intentionally shift your attention somewhere else because it's not healthy for you to mm. constantly be, you know, worrying about this. That's not going to help anybody. It's not going to change anything. You know, so, yeah, just watching, watching your thoughts, not believing them. Um, and a lot of these things must be practiced. And this is where... You know, a mindfulness practice is really helpful mm. or a meditation practice is really helpful or a therapist because these are the things you help people with is we help you with skills 
that you can use on the daily. We were talking about cyberbullying earlier. You can use those those exact same methods for that, uh, along with you know t- taking the proper precautions. And when you're talking about the uh, COVID-19 virus, really just take a step back, you know, especially if you're not infected. Read information that is new. Don't keep reading the same information over and over again. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't buy the, the, the frame of mind, Cecile, that's being over-sensationalized, but I do think that the same information over and over again is not helpful. Again, so be picky and choosy about what you read, what you listen to, Take a deep breath. And as you just said, if you need help, whether you're infected or not, and you feel like you need to talk to somebody, and if you are infected, I'm sure a phone or internet conversation can be arranged. That is at the point where you need to get some help and talk to somebody so that you can have some mental clarity and peace of mind. Absolutely. And you can feel more empowered, right? Because mm-hmm. again, if we can't control what happens outside. We can only control our response. So if you live in San Diego, give us a call, go to our website, transcendtherapyca.com. You know, there's a, there's, there's a whole team that are trained and educated to help you with these kinds of things. And, um, you know, telehealth, I don't know if you guys know what that means, but basically providing care through electronic devices, usually phone or video. Um, that's also becoming increasingly available. Yeah, and, and especially now where people might, you know, be quarantined or whatever, that's that's an option that's going to be, you know, very well suited for somebody. Yes, yes. 50% of um, the services that, or, you know, my, my time with people this week has been video sessions or telehealth. So now so re- it, with that option, there's not really an excuse whether you're talking about cyberbullying or whether you're talking about the current situation that's going on throughout the throughout the United States and really across the globe. If somebody's hearing this online and they need help, that can be arranged. Get the help, get taken care of and become empowered so that we can all get through this together. Yes. Well said. Well said. Well, Cecile, and we are all in this together. We are. You know, we are in this together. We need each other. So you're not alone. No, there's people out there that are either experiencing the exact same thing you are on both fronts that we've been talking about today with the cyberbullying or with the current situation out there with the COVID-19 virus. And there's people that are experiencing it worse. So you need to take that into mind, too. There's always somebody that has it a little less fortunate than you do. So take Mm -hmm. care of it. You do have the resources. Cecile, before we go on this edition of Across the County, go ahead and give out your phone number to your office one more time. Yes, it's 619-823-1382, 619-823-1382, and the practice is Transcend Therapy. The website is TranscendTherapyCA, for California, dot com, and the show is Get Mental, which airs um, on Saturday, 6 to 7 a.m. at 11, at KCBQ, the answer San Diego, 1170 a.m., 96.1 FM. You must uh, be uh, on the radio because you do that oh so well. <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> well, I'm getting used to it. You're getting used to it. You're going to start talking like this before you know it, everybody. <laughs> it's starting to just roll off my tongue. Roll off your tongue, yeah. Well, thanks, Cecile, for stopping by. We had a couple of really important issues today. I'm glad we were able to talk about them both. And uh, having you on Across the County, which is the first edition of Across the County today, was a real treat. And I love talking with you. And I know we'll talk many more times in the future. 
thank you so much. It's such an honor to be part of your first show. So um, I, I look forward to many more. Mm, I look forward to it, too. I'm Noah. I'll see you here next time on Across the County.